So before we start reading Ephesians 4, I wanted to read a couple of things. One is a passage that Debbie shared this morning. And I think it was really good. Uh, it's Colossians 3, 11 to 17. And I think it goes re really along with what we are doing in reading Ephesians and, and trying to find out the direction back to the early church, <laughs> right? And it says, in this new life, this new life as believers in, in Christ, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters. And he lives in all of us. Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace. And always be thankful. Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a re representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. I like this because it's so simple, <laughs> you know, and that's all we need to, to have when we come together, you know, and, and if we, if we can do this, I think that God is blessing us, <laughs> you know, and, and that, to me, this should be a goal for us, amen, and another one is this, from this book, Reflections for Ragamuffins, uh, talking about knowing Jesus personally. Our experience of God's unconditional love must be shaped by the scriptures. God's written word must take hold of us as his spoken word took hold of Isaiah and Jeremiah, Ezekiel and Hosea. As the spoken word of Christ mesmerized Matthew and Mary Magdalene and captivated Simon Peter and the Samaritan woman, the word we study has to be the word we pray. My personal experience of the relentless tenderness of God came not from exegetes, theologians, and spiritual writers but from sitting 
still in the presence of the living word and beseeching him to help me understand with my head and heart his written word. Sheer scholarship alone cannot reveal to us the gospel of grace. We must never allow the authority of books, institutions, or leaders to replace the authority of knowing Jesus Christ personally and directly. When the religious views of others interpose between us and the primary experience of Jesus as the Christ, we become unconvicted and unpersuasive travel agents handing out brochures to places we have never visited. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> that sounds like church in general. Right? <laughs> People preaching at you that don't even know God. Yeah. But, but they have the credential. I'm not saying But they, you know, if you, had, if, you, if you didn't go to Vietnam, don't talk to me about Vietnam. Yeah. If you haven't really met God, don't talk to me about God. If you haven't gone to prison, don't tell me what you think prison's like, you know. Talk to somebody who's been there, and that you don't even... From your view from that person, you still have to get your own experience and your own relationship with whatever you're talking about. Yeah. But my goodness, there's the mind again. Yeah. You want to get the handle. You want to control it. You know, and, and so to me, in all that I think we are doing is we are allowing space for the Holy Spirit to speak to us. Yes. You know, and, and give space to one another to have a personal walk with God because that's all that matters. And it, 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 I, I don't want to be a, a leader <laughs> in that sense that we're going to repeat the same thing. But I want to be led by the Holy Spirit together, you know, in an atmosphere where we all grow up and we all you know, reach the goal, which is having a personal relationship with God. Okay? So remember that we, we were reading last week and the week before, and, uh, and we were talking about what God really wants. And it's uh, Ephesians 3.19. I mean, let's go back a little more. I'm going to read. Ephesians 3 from 14. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derive, derives its name, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power through his Spirit in the inner man, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and the height and the depth, and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. Okay, so this is one letter, and Paul is saying this is the goal here that we all may be filled with the fullness of God. And then I think that in chapter 4, he will explain a little better 
how to get that. Okay? So let's go. Therefore, I, the prisoner of the Lord, he was in prison, <laughs> implore you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, showing tolerance for one another in love, being diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Just a note here. He starts here with the unity of the Spirit because the goal is to get to the unity of the faith. But you have to start with the unity of the Spirit that the Spirit is from God. Even when our faith is not the same, we do not agree in everything. We do not need to agree in every doctrine, but we need to be one in the Spirit. Right? So be diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you also you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is over all and through all and in all. But to each one of us, Grace was given according to the measure of God's gift. Therefore, it says, when he ascended on high, he led captive a host of captives, and he gave gifts to men and women. Right? He gave gifts to everybody. Now, this expression, he ascended, what does it mean except that he also has descended into the lower parts of the earth. He who descended is himself also he who ascended far above all the heavens, so that he might fill all things. And he gave some as apostles, and some as prophets, and some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints for the work of service, to the building up of the body of Christ. So, the word, I, I, these verses here in Ephesians are, have been like the focus of my studies and my research, right? And then this word equipping is the same word that is, in the Greek, is the same word that is used when the disciples were mending the nets. Okay? So, the equipping, in one sense, is like fixing it, healing, mending, putting it in the right place, making it right. You know, it's in, in, in medical writings, it's used to set a bowling place. Okay, so here we are to be mended, <laughs> to be put together in a right relationship, right? So for the equipping of the saints, for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith. 
So the unity of the faith is a process that we need to have all the humility and gentleness and patience and showing tolerance for one another in love, right? And of a unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. I think that this is important because especially the last few years, you know, with COVID and all of that, you know, it's so easy to be in isolation. You know, and then you you get hurt in church or you, right, you, you go through whatever. And like you were saying, you know, you, you can isolate from everybody else and then you're going to just retain that same knowledge that you have had before. You know, because I... I when I'm exposed to different ways of thinking, I grow, I, I learn, and I can even be changed in my thinking. But if I just walk with people that think the same way that I do, I will never grow. As a result, we are no longer to be children, tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine by the trickery of man, by craftiness in deceitful scheming. But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ. Remember that when we started reading Ephesians, you know, Paul was saying, hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to die. <laughs> and after that, men will come with all false teachings. They're going to be like wolves, you know, ready to devour you. Remember that, right? And so he's saying the same thing here until as a result of this growth and this maturity of being equipped, you're no longer going to be children. You're not going to be naive anymore believing anything like children. And you're not going to be like a boat without a rudder that is just taken by every wind, everywhere. There's no way to guide and direct that boat without that, right? But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects in him who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body, being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. So, I love this because, number one, he, he says there are ministries. He, he gave gifts to all men, and he gave apostles and prophets and pastors and teachers and evangelists. But then he is not claiming to have everything. And then he says, until we all attain this, until we all grow up. You know, in, in Philippians it says, I, not that I, I have already attained, but I, I keep pressing in, leaving everything else everything that was important for me because I want to get to know the power of his resurrection. So Paul was in this pursuit 
of growth and being filled with the fullness of God, right? And how do we do all of this? By speaking the truth in love. We are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ. So, verse 17. So, this I say, and I affirm together with the Lord, that you walk no longer just as the Gentiles also walk, in the futility of their mind, being darkened in their understanding, excluded from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the hardness of their heart. And they, having become callous, have given themselves over to sensuality for the practice of every kind of impurity and greediness. But you did not learn Christ in this way. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught in him, just as truth is in Jesus. That, it, that in refer, reference to your former manner of life, you lay aside the old self, which is being corrupted in accordance with the lusts of deceit, and that you be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That's cool. The spirit of your mind. And put on the new self, which in the likeness of God has been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth. Therefore, laying aside falsehood, speak truth to one another. Speak truth each one of you with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry, and yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. And do not give the devil an opportunity. He who steals must steal no longer, but rather he must labor, performing with his own hands what's good, so that he will have something to share with one who has need. Let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth but only such a word as is good for edification according to the need of the moment, so that it will give grace to those who hear. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. Okay. So, Lord, we bless this for us. Amen. Because You know, like we, we read a few weeks ago in Jeremiah, uh, that Jeremiah was telling the people going into exile, set guideposts. You know, put road marks on the way so that you can return. And I think that these epistles and these letters are good road marks 
and good guideposts for us to go back to the, to the purity of how the church is started and how the church is supposed to relate and how there has to be this, this right relating of speaking the truth to one another in love and being respectful of the differences, you know, and, and, and preserving the unity of the spirit even when we are not able to be one in the faith. You know, and, and because when we get divided by our differences, we're going against what God is looking for. We're going exactly against what will make the world believe. John 17 says that you may be one as the Father and I are one, that the world may believe. You know, so to me, I think that our ability to come together, and that's why I, I love the, you know, this group of leaders here on Maui that get together once a month, you know, and, and I haven't been able to be there in a while, but, you know, but there's a, a hey, we are not going to agree on everything, but we need to be able to love one another and speak the truth to one another, and I think that that, that we, we would make a difference for the world to believe the Christian message if the Christians were more united. So, Lord, make that happen in this place and let it grow. You know, that there be a blessing by the way that we relate to one another. Amen. Amen. It's kind of like the kingdom is, um, and it's hard um, if you haven't played sports to get this analogy, but it's really true. It's kind of a team deal. Meaning, um, yes, I have to have a personal relationship with God, and I have to play my position, my gift. I have to try to use it in the correct way and all that, or identify it, or, you know, whatever. But I don't have to do it all myself. And, and I've played on several different kind of teams, and I've seen where the, the um, enthusiasm of one person energized the whole team and we did miraculous, you know. And again, that's in sports, like we won a game that we should have lost and we, we accomplished a goal that seemed impossible. That's more what we're talking about. When, when you're, it's called synergy. The, 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 the single isn't as strong as the whole. Mm -hmm. And when, when you get together, it, it magnifies the gifts. It really does. Or, or, or it enhances
until almost a week ago to realize I had a resentment against my wife for, because we could have just drove right behind our house, got our little three gallons a minute, and had water, you know? But I resented trying to be part of the team, you know, and, and that was on me because I volunteered. And so there's a debt to being on the team that you will be tried sooner or later. And you can look at it and say it a thousand different ways, but I'm telling you what happened to me personally, and I had to kind of repent because if it wasn't the 18,000, but that's a very powerful example of kind of um, trying to be something and then have it not quite work and then pretend I did, didn't bother me and not be honest about it internally. And I, but I found myself being kind of short with my wife for a bit. Like, why am I acting like this? She goes, why are you mad? And I just figured it out because I resented her kind of making me drill a well on her sister's property. <laughs> so watch out for that stuff. Whoever, and I can say that personally to everybody sitting in this room right now, not so much to you because I don't know you very well, but if you have relationships with people, be careful that you're not pissed off about that well. Mm -hmm. I mean, really deep. You got where I'm going? And, and it's deep because I did not know it was there. I, I thought, oh, I'm doing this, you know, I'm patting myself on the back. So, see, you know what I'm getting at? So, anyway, it was really fun to be exposed for my resentment. And now I feel a heck of a lot. You know, yeah. I look her in the eyes and go, and, uh, you know, because Paul's, Paul's saying, Go ahead and invest in, in your neighbor and your in, in believers and, and look look to see what you can do to provide for them. Go out and get a job so you have something to help help yes. help yes. 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 But then once you've done that, <laughs> be aware because you know a, a little bitterness can, can come in or a little something or other else and, and then what you gave freely you, you want back. I want back my investment. Yeah. Yeah. But it, that can happen. It does. And it happens to all of us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and it doesn't mean that all of this. I mean, we know that, of course, that none of this is easy. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, it is a process. You know, because it's way easier to, you know, like we all got hurt. In, in family, in, in relationships, right? Any, any, any relationship is a two-way street, you know, and, and, and comes good things and bad things, you know, and then, but, but we still need relationships, oh, yeah. you know, but I, I think that this is important because when, how many times we, we hide the truth about how we feel and the emotions. And that carries and that takes everything. And then we start relating based on that. You know, but when it says, uh, you know, Psalms 51 says, you desire truth in the innermost being, is that you need to be able to come to God with everything and then hopefully to close relationships and, and have that come out in a in love, you know, so that you're, you're healed. Because otherwise, the, the, the healing doesn't happen. happen. And it, it's interesting that he talks in here about the spirit of your mind. Yeah. 
you know, and you, and it's, and we were talking about the renewing of our mind a few months ago, right? That there is a way of creating new pathways, you know, and getting new ways of thinking. But you, it has to start with getting rid of resentment and being honest, mm -hmm. you know. And that, and I think that that's why it's a lot of times it's so hard for us because. <clears throat> 